Stacy, and good morning, boys and girls. It's the Leaning Tower of Cheesa. Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby. Perfect cast. Don't let him fool you with that buddy buddy act now. Under your thumb. Welcome to a Goofy Movie Minute, the podcast where we take the minutes of a Goofy Movie, divide them up into episodes, and disperse them over a couple years of your life. My name's Nathan. And I'm Brienne. And today we're discussing Minute 27, which begins with Roxanne in the Clouds, Mufasa style. And ends with two other noteworthy Disney characters on the side of the road. Yeah, they're all right. So we're continuing the song, fairly iconic song in a Goofy movie. Uh started out with just Max and Goofy in the car being frustrated with each other, but now we're getting a more deeper view of the outside of the car. What's going on in the world at large? What's going on in the world at large? Other people are also out on the open road. <gasps> the song. Hey, that's the name of the song. Would you like to know some things about the song? Um Yes. Well, these are two uh, artists that we did talk about in previous minutes, but the song is written by Tom Snow, and the lyrics are by Jack Feldman, who also did After Today. Classic bah, bah. other song that was in this movie. Other song. One of two, four songs? Well, if we're we'll not counting out. Powerline, and we're not counting the score, then this is only the third song. Third. Oh, I mean, if we're not counting Powerline, only the second song. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. Well, so Tom Snow, he was the composer for Footloose, and he also wrote the song Let's Hear It for the Boy, sung by Denise Williams, which is a trip down Menemory Lane for someone. Not really me. <laughs> Menemory, Menemory Lane. Menemory Lane. Do you have any memories of that song, Nathan? I don't even know what you're talking about. So, I vaguely remember talking about it in another episode, but that's about it. So that would be a no. All right. Well, anyway, lyrics are by Jack Feldman. He, as I mentioned in the previous minute, had won some awards for worst original song. But not for this one. No, I don't think he won any awards for this song. Oh. Just locked away in the vault of songs, like in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Sure. Or like an iPod somewhere. (laughs) They suck the song into a shell like in The Little Mermaid, put it in a box, put that box in another box, and then wheel it into an undisclosed location in a warehouse. And put that box in a large Ziploc bag. Yeah. And then write on it, do not open (laughs) until Christmas. (laughs) So as I mentioned, Max is looking out the window at the beginning of this one, and he sees some clouds, and they're kind of in the shape of something. And then they become clearer. And then they start turning into a character. And it's it's Roxanne, but she sounds like Darth Vader. And she's letting Max know that he's the true ruler of this country, of this area. He's then, the one true king. And then Max is like, well, what about Scar? He's the ruler. And he's like, he killed me. That guy killed me. <laughs> you didn't see. Turned me into a cloud. <laughs> he uploaded me to the cloud. There's no security up here. <laughs> Everything's in the clouds these days, especially Roxanne's face. Yeah. So he's daydreaming, sees Roxanne up in the clouds, says, Roxanne, please don't forget me. I will return someday. 
Though I may be in traction when I do. And what does that mean? When you're in traction, that's when you see someone in the hospital bed and they've got like ropes attached to each end of them, right? Really? I think so. Not like, contractions. No, it's. <laughs> I think it's uh. Someone knocked up Max. It's, it's trying to fix your spine or something. Really? Or like some of your bones. Like the thing you see on TV where people have all the casts and they're like being held up by like suspended like loops. That's traction. Well, I never looked it up, but I'm gonna say yes. That's my understanding. But I don't know why I think that. All right. Well, I'm gonna trust your thought process there, Nathan. Thanks, Brian. And even though. Max is daydreaming, looking out the window. He's still paying attention more than anyone else in this car because he looks forward and sees that they're heading toward, you know, when you're on the highway and then there's a sign that says you have to leave this lane. It's got an arrow and everyone merges and there's usually a little bit of traffic. They're just going to go straight through the cones and straight into the construction equipment. And Goofy's still got his head behind a map, so he doesn't see this. And Max covers his eyes, so he doesn't see this either. But what do they hit? Two innocent people. Well, they don't directly hit them, but they hit the structure that they're standing on, forcing them to plummet to perceivably their death. Sure. I'll second that. They're putting up a sign on the interstate. Not just any sign on the interstate. The sign that says which interstate it is. (laughs) I see like the interstate seal up there. People won't know where they're going. (laughs) Yeah, so Goofy... Basically commits vehicular manslaughter. This car is like a tank. Well, it's fast, unlike a tank. This analogy isn't working. But the point is, they don't notice, nor is their car damaged by hitting an entire metal structure. Yeah, it <laughs> just goes right through. <laughs> even the like precarious items attached to the top of their car. We should come up with a name of that. The like mound on the top of their car? Yeah, let's call it Mount Stuff. Yeah, Mount Stuff. So yeah. even Mount Stuff isn't taken out by this. <laughs> Not even the grill at the top of Mount Stuff. I know. At the summit. <laughs> the, the summit grill. Yeah, it's been holding on. It's it's a trooper, for sure. Now we do one of those parts of the song where Max and Goofy are both singing. And they're alternating. And it starts, yeah, it kind of overlaps, and then it comes together in perfect harmony. <laughs> Beautiful. So, yeah, the first part... Max says this is worse than dragon breath and acne. Okay. I'm not familiar with the term dragon breath. It's when you don't brush your teeth. Do dragons not brush their teeth? Never. That's their classic, classic dragon breath. Oh, so they're known for their poor hygiene. Yeah. I know them for their scales. I Yeah, I think I've read about them. Bad breath breathing dragons. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. But not acne. That's why it's a separate thing. Dogs are known for their acne. Uh, Sure. Coyotes are known for their acme. Yeah, I see did there. <laughs> I like the lyrics here. Me and Max relaxing like this the is old worse days. than dragon breath and acne. In a buddy buddy kind I'm so of mood. I think I might explode. When I see that highway, I could cry. You know, that's funny. So could I. Just be in out on, on the, the open, open road. road. We did it. Not my tempo. <laughs> <laughs> Um, One of us is better at music. Than so the I other. think it's kind of like a round. Is that what you call it? Like like in like, like a like, row, 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 row. Yeah. Let's do that one. Row, row, row your boat row, gently down row, the stream. Row your boat merrily, 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 merrily,
we did it. So I don't know if that's called a round because you're not repeating it, but it's got that overlap. And the wordplay where Goofy is so sentimental that he could cry when he sees the road, but Max is so unhappy that he could also cry. And that's the first common ground they found. Yeah, basically. They're starting to communicate. Yeah, that's true. I think a lot of the times families will fight because they can't communicate. And what they should do is sing. Or be commit a crime together. Like sure. murdering two people. That's true. That brings you together. You could have a rap battle with your dad. That too. If you're not getting along. Lots of suggestions. The winner of the rap battle gets to be patriarch. <laughs> So now is when we start to get some other characters in this song. Now is when things go f***ing crazy. Yeah, basically. We are moving into another reality. So we see another car pull up on the side. Uh, it's on Goofy's side. Yeah. Right. And I had to slow this down because what's in the back of the car is interesting. You don't get to see what's in the front of the car very, very much. It's a pickup truck. It is. It's a pickup truck that has like bullhorns on the front. Like right. you like you see in those like Cadillac, like the owner of it owns a casino in Texas or something. It's got those horns on the front. Which by the way you can buy on Amazon for eighty five dollars. I just looked it up. You know you can also get the whole skull. Can I share a story about the skull? Sure. My friend James and I were at the Sand Dunes National Monument and there was a truck that pulled up with a, a big bull horn you know like a like massive horns on the front yeah and james had a cow skull in the car and he got so excited and he ran over with the skull to show the guy and he was like i got one of those too and he said yeah i shot this out on my ranch where'd you get yours and he was like i bought it at a garage sale <laughs> <laughs> and this one had no horns either and then he just basically got back in the car <laughs> it was like oh outmanly <laughs> did he say that Oh, manly. I, I don't recall. <laughs> well, <laughs> you just so you know, you can buy them on Amazon for $85. Like, real authentic bullhorns to put on your car, which and I think would be so much funnier on the, the AMC Pacer. Prius. Yeah. It's kind of like, I always wanted to put um, truck nuts on a Geo, because mm. I thought it would be funny in my, like ironic phase i don't even know if you could see them because they're so low they're so prominent on a geo though i don't know but anyway so as the car keeps going you see past the horns you see it's being driven by a person that looks a lot like wilford brimley i think it is wilford brimley the the diabetes commercials she can say that she has diabetes yeah i can use that language diabetes but uh he yeah he's got that mustache and that like cowboy look about him that I get my supplies from Liberty Medical on the open road. Uh, and I can't tell, the perspective's a little weird, but it definitely looks like the steering wheel's on the wrong side, on the English side in this car, or in the middle. I don't know if there's any cars where the steering wheel's in the middle, but this might be one. So you have passengers on both sides. Yeah, you? yeah. Uh, that's good. I got some things about the back of the car. No, surely the weirdest part of the car is in the front. No, go ahead. Well, I, I didn't notice anything in the front, but in the back, there is a man who looks a lot like Goofy, but with a gigantic mustache, dressed in old-timey clothes, playing a stand-up piano that is in the back of the pickup truck. And he looks creepy. And he started playing along with the song. Yeah. 
So earlier, the song began with just the sounds of the, the clanging of the keys and the sputtering of the muffler. And now music is happening. It's really like when you're like, oh, man, it's like the like the road is making a song. And it's like especially that guy who's playing the piano. Good thing there's a piano driving by. Yeah. And he is so creepy. Why? As he's playing, he's like looking over his shoulder at Max and Goofy in their car. And he has this weird grin like... I know something you don't know about this piano. I think, or or something. Yeah, like, he's like, you don't know what's about to happen. But what's about to happen? Well, can I pause on that? Yeah. Because I want to talk about his outfit. Oh, yeah, go ahead. He's dressed more like the old Goofy, the classic Goofy. He's got a hat, gray hat, and he's got a blue vest. And he's got a red armband around his, his arms, you know? Yeah. And I know what those are now. Do you know what they are? I think so. What do you think they are? Is it... I don't know why I've looked this far, but like, is it like a garter? It is. It's a sleeve garter. They came into wide use in the latter half of the 19th century when men's ready-made shirts came in a single extra long sleeve length. So basically what you would do is put on the sleeve garter and then tighten it up around your arm. Like They're pretty tight. You don't really adjust them. But then you pull your shirt up until your sleeves are right. And then the baggy part of your shirt is up there, not down. On your oh. forearm. And so it'd be, it's basically an alternative to folding up your sleeves. So that if you wore them, they would look like they were tailored appropriately for you. That's a different world. Because I know something we both struggle with is that the sleeves on everything is too short for tall people. Yeah. So <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I'm like, I should get some of those for the one shirt that has sleeves longer than my arms, which I've never seen, but have been... I heard that it exists in legend. <laughs> yeah. When I find it, boy, I'll be able to make it seem like they're slightly shorter. Yeah, I've always been really excited when I find a shirt that's like got the sleeves too long. So sleeve garters allowed men to customize sleeve lengths and keep their cuffs from becoming soiled while working or at the correct length when being worn under a jacket. It's weird because it's acting like they didn't make shirts in all different sleeve lengths then, but they still kind of don't. They just, I don't know. Like, I mean, unless you're buying a really nice shirt, it's like... What do you want? Small, medium, large, extra large? Well, yeah. I guess like pants is more. You can get like an eight long or regular or short. So we could get pant garters, which are the classic kind of garter, but then like where you like pull up your upper thigh <laughs> till the, <laughs> the pants are the right length. And then you're wearing yeah. your garter on the outside, which is really sexy. <laughs> yeah, throw it at the wedding. Um, <laughs> I'll show you soiled cuffs. <laughs> That's what he's thinking as he's like creepily playing it. So anyway, he's he's got a secret though up his sleeve, up his cuff. Yeah. <laughs> what's what's y- in the piano? <laughs> Three girls. They pop out. Three full-size women yeah. were hiding in the piano. Until I've never now. I've never seen a woman pop out of a cake, but I hear about that yeah. in uh things all the time. I imagine it's like that. That I hope it's like that level of surprise. It's like boom girls out of the piano yeah and this is one of those things that in animation it's just all par for the course but if this happened in a real movie you would oh i have so many questions (laughs) there's three girls that popped out but there are so many more questions that popped out of my mind as a result more than three (laughs) yeah all right let's hear uh how does this piano work (laughs) there's not a lot of room in those pianos (laughs) I, I think you'd be hard-pressed to fit one baby in there. Yeah, like, I've seen the inside of a piano. There's strings and 
levers and <laughs> hammers, all sorts of things. Other question, why don't they know where they're going? First thing <laughs> because they, they were in a piano. <laughs> first thing they, well, they say. They know where they're going, they just don't know how to get there. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. they don't they know say, if they're on the way to Nashville. They say, howdy boys, is this the way to Nashville? So they don't know where they are. They don't know. I don't have a map. <laughs> and they think the best way would be to pop out and ask a stranger. But it turns out to not be the case because he doesn't answer. <laughs> um, other question. Why are their eyes purple? That weirded me out. But it's a lesser <laughs> question. Where are their legs? <laughs> Any others? Uh, I was wondering how they got one blonde, one br- brunette, and one redhead. But whatever. This is absurd enough already. <laughs> I think they're from the same litter. But, you know. They're calico all together. No. They're, they're triplets. They die. They must dye their hair. That makes sense. You got it's competitive to get in that. Get, <laughs> if you want to play at the Grand Ole Opry, it's it's hard to get in that piano. This is what I was wondering: How long were they going to stay in the piano? Is that the way they're writing to Nashville, crammed in the side an upright piano, and they yeah. only popping out to ask directions? <laughs> it's. I feel like the piano player is tied in somehow. That's why he looked so weird. He's like. He's like, get ready for this. You're not going to believe it. He's like the first person that like, it's his first experience with a jack-in-the-box. The toy, not the restaurant. And he's like, you you turn the thing and then some nothing happens. I promise nothing happens. And then you keep turning the crank and, ah, it scared you. <laughs> oh, man, we're barely through this. So as they pop in, Goofy looks shy. He's got his head down. Yeah. And he Max looks, looks like he's interested. Au- he's ogly. Yeah, he's infatuated. Yeah, he's he's never seen a real woman before. Real it's dog woman. Certainly not three of them. Yeah. In a piano. <laughs> On the hurt. Yeah. It's a whole new game. So it's kind of cute because, yeah, I think Goofy looks kind of bashful. Like he's like, oh, pretty ladies. Yeah. They looked at me, which is kind of cute. But sure. And they're so distracted that they swerve in the road. And they almost hit this big tough guy driving a big truck. He's the ultimate not pretty lady popping out of you. Yeah, and he says, watch it, Mac, or you'll be getting towed. He's just a classic, overweight. Tow truck driver? It's strange because I've met a lot of tow truck drivers. I've got AAA. They've all been very pleasant people. Is it a tow truck? Well, is it, well you'll be getting towed. Yeah, it well, is a tow truck. It is? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that doesn't necessarily follow, because if they get into an accident, he'll be getting towed either way, but not by him. Yeah. But it could be a tow truck. I wasn't looking. It was a big truck. Yeah. Driving a big old truck. (laughs) So then they're kind of ping-ponging along because every time they get too close to a car, someone says something to them, which makes Goofy swerve into the next lane, almost hit someone else. And he kind of ping-pongs his way through this part of the song. So the next one is the state prison truck with this guy in the back. Why the long face guy with long face? (laughs) Because he's going to prison. That's the answer to that joke. Yeah, he says, I'm in no hurry to arrive because I'll be turning 65 the next time I seize the open road. Seize the open road. And that's like assuming he doesn't get put on roadside cleanup, which is one of the major (laughs) career paths for inmates. I don't think they call that open road. (laughs) But he will see it. (laughs) That's true. He'll be seeing the open road. I mean, right now he's really enjoying his, his trip. So I guess... He thinks living to 65 is on. It's in the cards for him. Was that in dog years? I was or? wondering, too, Yeah, how dog prison works. You know, I bet they really enjoy their time in the yard. <laughs> uh, but it, So when he sees the guy 
the inmate on the way to jail. He's not Goofy, in yet. Yeah, so Goofy has a little moment where he like looks at the, the person on his way to the jail, and then he looks over at Max, and for a brief second there, he sees Max. He imagines Max in the jail outfit, the striped outfit. Mm-hmm. And he's, so he's sitting there with that on and a ball and chain. And the ball and chain is attached to his wrist, which is not how those work at all. Well, when you're in the car, you got to put it on the seat next to you. <laughs> I thought it was funny that his prisoner number is not attached to his shirt. It's like a necklace you wear. <laughs> it's like a plank of wood. Yeah. They're like, no, we're not going to print the number on the shirt. We've got to recycle these shirts. Why don't we just recycle the numbers? <laughs> like giving another prisoner the same number. Yeah. And uh, he's prisoner 141, and that has some significance. Does it? Yeah, it's one more than 140. Oh, that is significant. Thank you. And Max is completely bored again, staring out the window, even though he was very engaged in the last two cars. The girls are gone. He doesn't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Teenagers. So this is Goofy imagining what it would be like if Max were getting put in prison. Maybe he's still awaiting the electric chair. Who knows? Goofy's imagining what it would be like if he drove a prison car. He's just using Max out of convenience. He's like, oh, man, that'd be so sweet. It's okay. I'm a prison delivery driver. This next car of characters that pops up is also strange. Very strange, Brienne. We see... I don't mean they are strange. I mean what's happening is strange. They are strange, though. So we see a little car that has a little male pattern baldness dog driving, and then a very, very large female-seeming dog in the passenger seat the little dog is a little porky pig looking fellow yeah with a yellow polo shirt they're in a blue convertible and she is gigantic she's not sitting in the car she's sitting on the back of a car and she is about twice as tall as the car is tall yeah and then she's sitting if she stood up i think she would tower over this car and this man i'm guessing she's about four to five times as tall as he is yeah he's he's very small he's small he's probably like a fat chihuahua but she is bigger than every character we've seen so far maybe roxanne's dad they seem to be the same breed she looks kind of similar to roxanne's dad she's a little happier though yeah definitely because she she's out on the open road so as they're driving by, the little one says, just a week of rest and relaxation. And then she says, yeah. <laughs> and then he says, and the odd romantic episode. Very odd. Then Max says, very odd. Like, oh, Max. Max says it. Yeah. So he's like, weirdos. And I'm like, what is this man referring to for the odd romantic episode? Because I was okay with them being a couple. But he's saying it's odd. Think- Max says it's odd, which is like judgy and shut up, Max. You don't know them. I think it's just odd when the size difference is that large. But what's the episode? What is the romantic odd romantic episode? It's uh you have to watch Goof Troop. Oh. Do I? Is there something I don't know? There's several episodes of that show. Oh. <laughs> well anyway, like that part weirded me out the most of this whole minute. Just like weird couple drives by and you <laughs> Max openly says, like, what's going on here? Very odd. This is nothing like me and Roxanne. I did not realize Max says that. Yeah, he's the one that says very odd. Hmm. Okay. Anything else for the small couple? The small, large, the, the odd the, couple. Sec- we'll call it Very odd. Sexual dimorphism. 
Not what you think. Next, we stop following the open road because we pass two characters that I guess needed to be in this movie, but they're there. And it's Mickey Mouse and Goofy's possible best friend, Donald Duck. Yep. I thought it was funny because he had mentioned Donald Duck earlier. Yeah. Well, possible best friend. I'm wishing that Max had seen them because he would have been like, oh, it's your friend. Why don't we stop, pick up Donald Duck, I'll get out. I was thinking he should just hitch a ride with them because they're on their way to California. California, eh? Yeah, it says California eh, or bust, which I've always had a weird, I don't get that term. I have this children's suitcase that says grandmas or bust. I think it's a, well, California or bust is the classic one, right? Yeah, I guess. I think it's like if you're going there to prospect or some other way, find your fortune that you're saying if you don't make it there, you're gonna lose everything yeah i kind of looked it up and that was they were saying it was like from the westward expansion kind of times people going out to california for gold yeah. so but grandmas are bust is a little darker <laughs> you get to grandmas or die it's a little scary <laughs> so yeah they say that and i was thinking max should just hitch a ride with them because they're going to california he wants to go to california that's true well they're all heading west goofy could just pick them up yeah if you were paying attention at all you know, this is his old movie buddies. And speaking of which, why are they hitchhiking? Where's their money? Well, they seem to be in good spirit. Well, Mickey seems to be in good spirits. Donald looks miserable. Yeah, what is going on? So Mickey is got a small green suitcase. And he's wearing a red polo shirt and yellow shorts, which are not his classic garb. And Donald's dressed in his classic garb. Yeah. Yeah, because you're like, well, you know, Mickey Mouse can't be wearing no shirt just out here. But Donald Duck's wearing no pants. That's fine. Still. And he's dressed like a sailor. <laughs> Whatever. But Donald has this massive frame backpack on with a canteen and a huge sleeping pad. Huge. Yeah. Pots and pans hanging off the outside. And he's just looking exhausted. Like he's about to die. But then once Mickey says California, he looks insanely mad at Mickey. <laughs> Why? Yeah, there's definitely something going? going on here. <laughs> I want, If they're going to make another movie, they should just make one that follows their... Their verse, yeah, that would be an interesting spinoff. Yeah, and then it'll have this scene in it where you'll just see Goofy drive by real fast, <laughs> not looking. What would that one be called? Uh, a Mickey movie? No, that's it. Does not a play on words. A, uh, mm. or is it focusing on Mickey or Donald? It's a buddy comedy where they don't get along at the beginning and they slowly learn to get along. The Art of the Deal by Donald. No, <laughs> <laughs> by Donald. <Duck. laughs> The art of the bill. Uh, <laughs> yeah, very weird that they're out there. Maybe their car broke down. Mickey is always in good mood. He's probably going home to see Minnie. Oh, yeah. Donald's, Donald's going to his crappy kids. Or... Does he have... <laughs> <laughs> Those his kids. <laughs> Mick Scrooge's nephew. and who are, the, who are the people from DuckTales? How are they related to Donald? I don't know. Dewey, they probably are his kids. <laughs> Dewey, Huey, and Lewis in the news. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was <laughs> Dewey, Huey, Louie, and the news. Dewey, Huey, Louie, and the blowfish. <laughs> well, I think we're going to top that. <laughs> Is there anything else interesting in the lyrics? Because as they drive, different people are joining in. So I think we should do a little recap. It was, sure. So it's just Goofy and Max in the car, and then they see Wilford Brimley truck driver Creepy piano well, first they, starter sleeve. First they commit oh, double yeah. homicide. Vehicular manslaughter. Yeah. Sure. 
We'll check back in on those two later. Yeah, and then Wilford Brimley, creepy piano player man. Yeah. Three singers popping out of the piano. Country singers. Burly truck driver. Mm-hmm. Sad prison inmate thinking about what he's done. What was the driver of that vehicle like? I didn't see. I think it just shows him. Okay. This is one of those interesting prison transport vehicles that has a big window. <laughs> hey, everyone, look at the look at the prisoner. It's like the boatmobile. Yeah. Or the Pope-mobile? Did you say Pope? I think you said boat. Boatmobile. <laughs> boatmobile. Batmobile. Yeah, so... And, and then Donald and Mickey. Donald and Mickey. They are ramping up. They're singing. A lot of these people aren't really on the same page as Goofy or Max, but they're all on the open road, so they can all contribute a little something. It's that, like, thought game you play with yourself in traffic, or, like... Every one of these people are in their own little box, living their own little lives, going to their own place. But this, you get to see them. They're going to Nashville. They're all in their own movie. Yeah. Heading wherever. And it's just as important as this story, but they're just better drivers. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think that wraps it up for me, Nathan. This wraps it up for me, Bran. Oh, should we see if there's anything in the book? Oh, yeah. Is there? Uh, Probably not. Okay, let's read a little bit of this. Okay. Um, We're going to continue on from, he was too upset about Bree. Ooh, slip. (laughs) He was too upset about Roxanne. Goofy spread the map over the steering wheel. They swerved again. Max gulped. This could get dangerous. Hey. That's it. (laughs) Sorry, everyone. What What if everything that just happened in the movie is like a premonition? Of it's like Final Destination, how mm-hmm. he like sees the whole car accident on the pileup on the road, and then he like like tunnels back, and he's like, <gasps> stop the car, and like stops that all from happening. I think Goofy would just say, ah, you're such a kidder, and no. then that would be that. Yeah, I have one last question, which is, are those girls going back in the piano now, or are they going to enjoy the rest of the ride popped out of a piano halfway? Both sound uncomfortable. It'll totally mess up their hair. Well, and their- as soon as they go away, you see that creepy piano player slam the piano back down on them. That's what I'm thinking. There's... Back in the box. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. I'm not comfortable with anything that's going on in any of these cars. Mm-hmm. And the song is now starting to bend genres a little bit. Mostly just with that one part where it adds the honky-tonk and then the country singers. Yeah. How, how do you like this song so far? It's catchy. It's I like its build-up. It's getting more layers, you yeah. know? It started just with the jingling keys and the sputtering, and then it got to singing, and then it got to that round singing like you were talking about. And then we got all these guest singers and the voices, where it's like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Yeah. Now the boys, is this the way to Nashville? Watch it, Mac, or you'll be getting told. I'm, I'm in no hurry to arrive, because <laughs> I'll be turning 65 the next time I see the open road. Just a week of oh, rest yeah. and relaxation. Yeah. And an odd romantic episode. Very odd. <laughs> I never knew that that's what they were saying. I've, you know, until I got the lyrics. Some of those other lyrics I could all always hear really yeah. clearly. But his voice is just too strange. It's very odd. <laughs> very odd. But- They're an odd couple. Okay. Well, sorry this episode's so late, but we don't owe you anything. So, yeah, make your own podcast. Yeah, about, about, about a goofy movie. 
seriously don't with audiences. We no, will no, no. be very mad. <laughs> no, we, <won't. laughs> we will change this podcast to just trash talking your podcast. <laughs> Then eventually, when it's over, we'll pick back up on a goofy movie. <laughs> we'll just each episode is just criticizing yours. We have a very specific set of skills. <laughs> we will find you, and yeah. we will talk crap about. You. <laughs> okay, well, my name's Nathan. I'm Brienne. This was a goofy movie minute, and you can email us at a goofy movie minute at gmail dot com. You can follow our Facebook. Actually, you should do that, and the Instagram too, because we'll post some of the pictures that we'll post a lot of pictures from this minute there's weird things to see there are and some of them you might have seen before and some some of them you really need to like pause to see them very well some of them you can't unsee it's true some of them you'll wish you never saw (laughs) some of them you probably won't see because instagram's busy you're not gonna see every photo right (laughs) all right well thank you for listening yes i would also like to thank you and thanks brian for being on the podcast you're welcome Thanks for having me. You're welcome. We'll try to have you back on sometime soon. I like that very much, Nathan. Do you want to promote anything of your own? I make a mean bean salad. You should try it sometime. All right, everybody. Check out Brianne's mean bean salad as soon as you get a chance. And oh, check out a Goofy Movie Minute. Uh, you're on that, right? Yeah, I uh, I do frequent that podcast. Do you want to tell me a little bit about it? Uh, it's this podcast where we talk about a goofy movie uh in one minute segments so we'll watch a minute talk about it uh my co-host nathan he also works on it with me so uh-huh. occasionally we'll have a guest uh-huh. and uh yeah you know when the guest comes on we'll like pro- let them promote their whatever they're doing you know like last week we had uh oh yeah we had nathan on nathan- <laughs> and he's on right now well nathan- work is hard <laughs> i'm handsome downing you <laughs> Well, that sounds great. So everyone check out A Goofy Movie Minute if you get a chance. Um, check out my other podcast. It's called A Goofy Movie Minute. That's where we talk about a goofy movie in single minutes. So you already know that. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Out on the open road. Very odd. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. A Goofy Movie Minute is not endorsed by Walt Disney Pictures, Walt Disney Television Animation, or Disney Toon Studios. The podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. A Goofy Movie and all names, characters, images, and audio are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. You can get in contact with the podcast creators at Minute at gmail.com. The Minute by Minute podcast format was created by Alex Robinson and Pete the Retailer of Star Wars Minute. You can find that podcast at StarWarsMinute.com.